just about that time of year when cyclones could affect the Northern Territory. And uh, this season, I know the Bureau of Meteorology is forecasting a 60% chance of an above average number of tropical cyclones in the Northern region. And if you're leaving the Northern Territory over Christmas, it is incredibly important to prepare your home beforehand. While those uh, sticking around do need to make sure that you check your cyclone kits as well. Now, joining me in the studio to tell us a little bit more about what we should realistically be making sure that we do is the Northern Territory Emergency Services Acting Manager of the Northern Region, Keith Hutton. Good morning to you, Keith. Morning, Katie. How are you? Yeah, good. Good to have you on the show. Now, it is that time of the year where people are sort of winding down. Some schools have already finished. uh, Others are finishing on Thursday and people are getting ready to go on holidays in a lot of cases, aren't they? Yeah, I think we're all looking forward to the holidays this year. It's been a bit of a big year. And... Sometimes I suppose that uh, some people maybe don't get as prepared as what they could for cyclone season if they're thinking about holidays and they're just kind of, you know, looking to the end to get out for a while. Yeah, well, when when we're going away, you know, we have to make those preparations. So everyone's, we constantly harp on about make sure you've got your cyclone kit ready. So, I mean, if you haven't dragged out your cyclone kit by now, you need to get on that. Doing that when the cyclone's announced, it's, uh, yeah, the queues at the... Uh, at the cash register is going to be pretty long, and you might miss out on the you know the highly valued toilet paper. <laughs> but um, yeah, make sure you've got your uh, cyclone kits ready. Make sure you let people know what's going on. So if you're going away for holidays, uh, you've got a house sitter in. Uh, make sure the house sitter knows what the plan is. Mm. Uh, so if they can shelter in the home, where their cyclone kit is. Um, and if you're holidaying in the Territory, make sure you've got, you know, you're prepared, you know where to go yeah. as well. And with the home as well, and if you are having it looked after by a house sitter, making sure as well that you're leaving them in a situation where the jobs are done. You know, you don't want them to be having to scramble around the yard, moving big items and things like that. You need to have done it before you go away. Absolutely. I've been madly going around for the last month and a bit, uh, just uh, putting things away, getting the ladder away, you know, moving the lawnmower once in a while. Um, but yeah, make sure the yard is tidy and uh, and uh, all the heavy objects are put away. So there's a, so when these events do happen mm. and uh, they happen without warning, you get two or three days, uh, maybe. Yep. And uh, yeah, that's no time to be running around trying to get everything prepared. Yeah. What about for people who are new to the Northern Territory? What do you reckon they need to know? Because I know that we quite often get people contact us say, oh, we've just moved here. What do you reckon they need to know ahead of cyclone season? The best resource would probably go to is Secure NT. <laughs> um, if they went onto there and had a look, there's, uh, there's links on there to go and see what preparations they can put in place. Um, be aware of what the cyclone uh, warnings are and uh, you know where where our uh, shelters are okay so and really assess your building are you going to shelter in your home yep. or are you going to go to a shelter um, that's that's an important decision to make now yeah and Keith when you talk about making sure that your yard and your home is prepared what are some of the big ticket items that we all need to make sure that we do well trampolines bikes barbecues all those sorts of things they they, they all become flying missiles during a cyclone um, anything, you know, anything that can be picked up, uh, loose sheets of iron, um, odd bit building materials or garden uh, garden tools, they all become missiles and they'll all wind up uh, mm. a long way away or probably through someone's wall. Now, what about in terms of the cyclone kits? I know you mentioned toilet paper before. <laughs> what you need to make sure is the essential items that are in there? Well, you need to think about um, your your 
specific situation. So if you've got medication that you need, you need to have a, at least three days supply of that medication. Yep. Um, you need to make sure you've got three days supply of food. Um, uh, battery operated equipment such as radios, uh, torch, um, uh, and recharge, uh, you know, those rechargeable batteries for yep. your phone and communication devices, they're they're really good to have. Yeah. yeah. And I suppose, like you said, everybody's situation is going to be different, but particularly if you are somebody who needs medication, making sure mm. that you've got enough of it, that if there is a cyclone and we're out yep. of action for a few days, that you're not having to, uh, yeah, to try and get out there and get something that you may not be able to. That's right. Even if you're going to a shelter, you need to be able to take that, uh, take that kit with you. Yeah. It's good to have a first aid kit, you know, basic first aid kit and food that doesn't need a lot of preparation, mm. like cooking uh, that you can eat cold. Yeah. Uh, we could be without power for three days, you know. Yeah. Um, so you've got to be prepared for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Keith, in terms of volunteers for you guys with the Northern Territory Emergency Services at the moment, I would assume that you're always on the lookout. I'm guessing that everybody's trained up for over the Christmas period, but are you, are you after some more volleys maybe for next year? Well, the New Year's resolutions are always good. Um, you know, giving back to community, volunteering in your in your area. We're always looking for volunteers. At this time of year, our volunteers go on holidays as well. But we have had a look at and we've uh, um, you know put the screws on them. Mm-hmm. So we've uh, we've got good numbers. But getting into next year, getting into late January, will be the units will be opening up again and they'll be uh, back to full strength yep. and they'll be looking for new volunteers. So that's the time to actually get in there and, you know, you know fulfil that New Year resolution. Yeah, I reckon it's a good one to, uh, you know, to try and help the community out a little bit more. Keith, where can people go if they do want to get a bit more info about potentially becoming a volunteer? Um, you know, let's say in the new year, is there a website or, or somewhere that they can have a look? So you can go. So you can go on to securent.nt.gov.au. Yeah. Uh, you can go through there. You can go on to the PFES website, which is uh, nt.gov.au forward slash PFES, and uh, follow the links there through through the volunteering. Good stuff. Yep. Well, Keith Hutton, always great to catch up with you, the NT Emergency Services Acting Manager of the Northern Region. Hope you have a lovely Christmas. Yep, no worries. And to you too, Katie. Yep. Uh, look, uh, just one more thing for the uh, listeners. Just if in the event of an uh, incident, a severe weather incident or yep. anything, don't forget the number to call is 132500. But in a life threatening situation, it's always triple O, okay? Good stuff. Well, Keith, thank you. As always, have a lovely Christmas, mate. Thanks so much for your time. No worries. Thank you, thank Katie. Thank you.